Episode 20, Mwika Campsite and Summit Day Debriefing. Hello everybody, let's actually, <laughs> let's um, review the day because um, it is, what is it, Friday, a quarter to five and today was summit day. It might be hard for you to understand what Christoph was saying because his heavy breathing and <laughs> might be um, somehow distracting. I was out of oxygen. Mm, to say and the least. Yeah, and I had the, um, oh, uh, I know what it was. It Fast. was the, um, Fast. what's it called? Bella Clava? Yeah, the mask, the ski mask. <laughs> that and made him out of other problems. <laughs> oxygen. So what happened actually last night we were um, woken up at 10.30 instead of 10. Nobody has watches here. Did yeah. you notice? Yeah, I don't have one either. Oh. Yeah, I fit right in. Okay. So anyway, at 10.30, um, Philbert, I uh, finally uh, learned his name, not Dilbert, but Philbert, um, brought us cookies and tea and sugar and hot water later yeah which um, was already an adventure in itself because we were still in our sleeping bags and not ready to um, yeah get out receive receive breakfast mm -hmm. so after that we get ready and then uh, we started walking and Christoph already mentioned that part um, at a quarter to five we made it to the crater and he was um, very happy about that because this was quite a hike. Um, both of us not being the biggest hikers, especially not in those conditions. And it was freezing cold up there. I mean, was that cold when we started, right? But when we got up there. No, when, when we started it was okay. We just had our jackets on, our normal hiking pants. Extra underwear, double socks, um, gloves, which we hadn't needed so far. Um, but then, just like Ambrose uh, promised, between two and three would be the coldest time. That was not quite right, because it got colder later on. But um, that's when we put on extra clothing. The one mistake I made was um, with my thin gloves, I was holding my walking poles not at the rubber part, but at the metal part, and that made my fingers a little freezy. Why did you do that? Because we were balancing <coughs> across certain rocks where... You don't remember that? Oh, no, actually because my arms hurt. I couldn't hold these sticks anymore. So, um, I, um, yeah. However, <laughs> we fixed that, or tried to fix that with heating packs, which did not really work. Um, you tried them. I tried them. 
and then I put a second pair of gloves on and then I put a third pair of gloves on um, but still hands were the biggest issues and feet the rest was packed up like crazy so um, no cold there especially since we are used to Boston weather we were fine just there's a bird um, so then we walked over to the Uhuru Peak, which was amazing. Um, but we were really tired at that point. So first I thought I would never make it up there. And then secondly I thought I would never make it to this damn peak. Plus I thought, I mean, we, we were already up there. So what's the point? Walking another half, one and a half hours. Yeah. And it was very cold. And the problem was because we were walking up the hill for such a long time, when we walked on the flat surface, we still moved like we were walking up the hill. So we looked it's a slow. bit like space cowboys. <laughs> um, yeah. It was quite busy up there. It, it was. Um, Probably 50 people. I don't think it was that many, but there were people coming in and leaving again, taking pictures. And uh, yeah, I, I noticed where the where the peak was from the flashlights. Yeah, that's true. That's how you could tell where the peak was. But it was amazing because you had the moon on the one side, and then you the um, the glacier, and then the sun started to come up. Yeah, it was really nice. Nice. And um, I had brought my camera, and by that time, uh, it. The package was already uh, not frozen, but in what do you call that? Lost. Not lost. In frost. Did you say lost? Oh, okay. No, I thought the other pack. No. The battery pack. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So, but because. Oh, it was just too cold. Yeah, it, it was very, very, very. No, I didn't have any in so far. I just had all the um, accus. Batteries. Batteries in um, my jacket, but the jacket was. Um, not giving enough heat, so I had to find a warmer place, and uh, so I put it in my T-shirt. Actually, I put two in there because I didn't know how long they would last. Can you be a bit more precise <laughs> where you put them? In the lowest layer. <laughs> and uh, wait a second. So I just I just put it under the T-shirt which was closest to me, and then I. Uh, took one out and put it in the camera and started shooting away and my fingers started to freeze and then I forgot all about it and later on I thought what the heck happened with my second uh, battery and uh, so I started to kind of feel everywhere where I could be um, because the way I was wrapped up it could only be somewhere in my clothes and uh, it was later found in a very um, in your bra in a very good place, yeah. Mm -hmm. and it was, very warm. <laughs> it was cooking. So, um, yeah, the um, battery issue was no issue. Um, it took but it didn't overload the battery pack. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. um, so, this was an amazing Yes, yeah, then we spent... How much time did we spend up there? Maybe I think about half an hour. Half an hour? We spent more time there than... Uh, um, our yeah, guides our, wanted. Yeah, our guides were a little bit upset and they wanted us to go down. I think first and foremost because they were freezing to death themselves. Yeah. Um, but we we had this amazing opportunity of having 
being on Kilimanjaro, having the moon on one side, having the sun, have the glacier, have everything, and then leaving without pictures, no way. Uh, so we took quite a few. Yeah. Christoph even took a little movie. Yeah, live from the peak. Live from the peak. Mm. And, and then we slided. Slided. So then we walked back because when we when we came up, it was too dark to see the crater. And when uh, walking back, you could actually see the crater and could, uh, I took pictures of it. It was quite amazing. Yeah. And, we, and then we just. It's kind of like sli sli switching? sliding. Sliding hmm? down the slope. Um, it was actually fun. You enjoyed it? No. <laughs> Other people did. Um, it, it looked like if you don't have snow, then you have these little snowshoes. Yeah, um, like on gravel, doing it instead of on snow and gravel. Yeah, because everybody had these hiking poles, um, so people were just... It was quite fast. Oh, yeah. And soft, actually. Yeah. It was really nice to you, to my knees. <coughs> <coughs> Lots of um, dust. So I had a good time. We yeah. took a, I took a few pictures of in the valley. They were the porters mm. doing the same thing with the bags on top. Oh, on the head. Smoke. It looked great. Fountain. Yeah. And then oh. I had a little word with our guides. Yeah. Because they were always way ahead. And so we at times we were not really sure which, um, not which way to take, but kind of what. Um, best route to use. Yeah, what's the best route. But the problem was, so we were tired. These people must have been frozen. Mm. Um, and uh, so, and Christoph were, was in that situation that he needed his sunglasses and his backpack wasn't there because these guides were so nice and carrying our backpacks. Otherwise we wouldn't have made it up there anyway. But, um, <laughs> so then he gave them the big talk. They have two options. Either they stay with us or there's no tip. And they're like, okay, we'll take option two and um, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. After that was better. Actually, Thomas still then went ahead. I think he, maybe they just didn't get the point. I think you're right. Um, but we arrived. Yeah, because then on the way down, then I talked again with Ambrose about it. And I think after that, he understood what actually the problem was. That it doesn't really make sense to have a guide if the guide is kind of like 100 meters in front of you. Yeah. <clears throat> so, we made our way back to Camp Barafu. Mm -hmm. um, then we had soup and a little nap. And I had already packed my bag before soup and nap. And, nap. Oh. and Christoph hadn't. So yes, suddenly, can to wait up for me. suddenly um, they all packed up and all the tents were gone from our group, but ours and uh, Christoph was still in there. I'm getting a bit upset, mm. but we managed. And then that was actually the annoys, annoying part of this what? day, this long walk to this campsite. Yes, it, if you can helicopter off the mountain, then that's so. something we would highly recommend. Or go to the first campsite up there. Yeah, it's 
It's high, high camp. High camp, yeah. It's on 4,000 meters, and uh, that's a nice two-hour walk. Yeah. Yeah, two-hour two walk from the um, Barapu camp. And actually, it looked nice. Yeah, right? it was okay. Because from there, it's another two and a half hours, at least. I mean, at least we, we needed two and a half, almost three hours. Yeah, and the problem was our knees were starting to hurt. And it's, it's really... Um, boring. No, it's not. You go through the rainforest. So yeah, it's boring. I mean, every single minute it looked the same. It's a rainforest? Yeah, but an interesting rainforest. That's just then gravel. In zoos? Road through boring rainforest. Yeah, I Where think every corner looks the same. I think we were getting tired and. Annoyed. Just annoyed. And just the campsite wouldn't show up. Yeah. And we were actually ready for a nice bath. Yeah. Which we know wouldn't be uh, waiting for us. So we got um, annoying. Yeah, and then finally we arrived at about 3 o'clock. I think so. 2.30? 3 o'clock? Yeah. that area. Yeah, we came back from the mountain at 9. Yeah. Which is amazing. So we started at 11.30 yep. and we're back at 9. That's not and then, bad. And then we left the Barafu campsite at around 11 and we arrived here at about 3, three, three o'clock. Yeah, in that area. Which is actually the time they were saying. They were saying it's four hours, but we didn't want to hear this. Because we were tired, we just walked up that nice hill. Uh, what is it? F from from 4,700 to 5,895. Back down the hill. High high. What is the name again? High hill camp is at 380. And high camp. High camp. And we didn't want to go further down. We had it. Um, so we were not happy, but then um, we took a major wash, we got each their own little, um, what do you want to call that, green bath thing, and now we are almost clean. <coughs> Uh, there is a, <coughs> a picture of it. <coughs> I took a picture. And then we had our. There was so much dust. Yeah. And th that's the one thing I'm looking for right now is a real shower and a bit of washing to get the dust off. And then we're gonna get, go and get more dust. More. Not tomorrow, but the days after. Oh, okay. Yeah. But all in all, we climbed Kilimanjaro. Yeah, it was nice. And after Christoph found his rhythm, he was doing so well. Because then uh, you breathed a bit harder at every step versus going. <laughs> 
hyperventilating. Yeah. And we were getting slower, so we could actually manage. And whenever we uh, would breathe too hard, we just make a stop. By doing that, we got up this entire hill. Yeah, really had to breathe. Concentrate on breathing. Take two breaths on every step. That worked. Then it was better. Before it was one breath per step. So, okay. so breathe in one step, breathe out the second step? No. No? No. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Per one step? Yeah. How is that better than what we heard <laughs> from the last interview? <laughs> it's not better. But that was the only way I got enough oxygen. No, I always breathed out on every left step. Oh. And that worked. Uh -huh. oh. oh, I'm tired. Yeah, we did an amazing job today. Yeah, crazy. What people do on vacation. Yeah. Okay, so uh, next time tomorrow when we reach back Springlands Hotel. Bye. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.